Good morning. You're listening to River City Revival. This is Reverend Liz Jackson, and today's sermon is Education and Reality, Daniel 7.25, Changing of Time. Who invented the time zones? As always, in the description box of the podcast, you will find a link to the Lion's Tears Ministry, where this sermon has a lot of graphs and pictures and is very important information. So please, I urge you to go to the Lion's Tears and read and study on your own. Did you know time zones are a newer creation? Created by a man named Sir Sanford Fleming in 1879, the implementation of time zones, as we are taught, was due to the invention of the railroad. However, the Bible states in Daniel 7.25 that time will be manipulated, and it has been in many ways. Daniel's dream of the four beasts is very much alive and well today. The beast has many forms, and unless you use your gift of discernment, you will not be able to see this. The creation of time zones is just the more modern form of what Daniel was warning us about. It seems that the Bible is alive and well in 2020. And a lot of its predictions are coming to pass. Again, the invention of time zones is just one of those. And it did take place in the 1800s, but still, it affects us today. Daniel 7, 23-27 states, Thus he said, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. And the ten horns out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise, and another shall arise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue three kings. And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws, and they shall be given unto his hand until a time in times, and the dividing of time. But the judgment shall sit, and they shall take away his dominion, to consume and to destroy it unto the end, and the kingdom and dominion, and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven, shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Now, it's important to understand that Ephesians 6.12, it's in play. It's important to understand who rules the world the way it is now. For we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with principalities and wickedness in high places. Changing the time from a 24-hour clock, the solar clock, the clock the Lord God Almighty Abba Yah provided for us, is a slap in his face. So, if you haven't done research into secret societies, you should. Um, 
and you should know that they are the formation that runs this world. They run the governments, and they dictate policies, and they make the changes. One such society is the Freemasons, and Sanford Fleming was a Freemason. History of Sir Sanford Fleming Sir Sanford Fleming was a Canadian engineer. He was Canada's foremost railway surveyor and construction engineer of the 19th century and a distinguished inventor and scientist. He is, indeed, the inventor of the time zones. Fleming also played a key role in the development of a satisfactory worldwide system of keeping time. The railway had made obsolete the old system where every major center set its clocks according to local astronomical conditions. Fleming advocated the adoption of a standard or mean time in hourly variations from that according to established time zones. He was instrumental in conveying an international prime meridian conference in Washington, D.C. in 1884, at which the system of international standard time, still in use today, was adopted. Sir Fleming was a Knight Commander of Order of St. George and St. Michael. Fleming also designed the first Canadian postage stamp, the Three Penny Beaver. He was created a commander of the Order of St. Michael and St. George in 1877 and a knight commander of that order in 1897. What is the Order of St. George and St. Michael? The Order of St. Michael and St. George was originally awarded to those holding commands or high positions in the Mediterranean territories acquired in the Neapolitanic Wars and was subsequently extended to holders of similar office or position in other territories of the British Empire. It is at present awarded to men and women who hold high office or who render extraordinary or important non-military service in a foreign country and can also be conferred for important or loyal service in relation to foreign and commonwealth affairs. Sir Fleming was also a Freemason. And you can read that at freemasonry.bcy.ca. Again, knowing who controls the world really does set us free. It sets us free in a way that we escape the mind indoctrination and we can really make the differences and the changes that our communities, our households actually need. If we continue to lie on the lying government and these politicians who say they know best but really do not care, then we are leaving our lives up to people who do not serve 
serve the one true God, Abba Yah, and that is completely wrong. The Lord God took us out of Egypt, out of Pharaoh's control for that very reason. We were never supposed to have a king over us. Please read 1 Samuel chapter 8 for more information on how Israel betrayed the Lord God Almighty and demanded powers and authorities other than himself over us. Time zones. The world is not divided based on 24-hour time anymore. Time zones are based on lines of longitude. Some lines are drawn to avoid populated areas or to follow borders, and some countries have added their own variations because they don't want to be divided into several zones. In a few regions, time kept is not one of the 24 standard time zones because half hours or quarter hour differences are in effect there. Variations also occur because different countries or regions have adopted daylight savings time. China is the largest country with only one time zone. It should have, according to the time zone model, five. That would be like New York, Chicago, Denver, and LA all being in the same time zone. India is the second largest country with only one time zone. Russia adheres to its standard time zones, except the entire country is on one permanent daylight savings time, and so is an hour ahead of their actual zones. Russia has the most time zones with 11, followed by the U.S. with 9, 6 for states and 3 for territories, and Canada with 6. Australia uses three time zones. The eastern and western zone adheres to their assigned time, but the central zone is a half hour ahead. In the Middle East and South Asia, several countries also use half hour time zones. You can actually be in three time zones at the same time at the spot where the borders of Norway, Finland, Norway, Russia, and Russia, Finland meet. So really, what's the point? That's my question. What's the point of time zones if none of this is standardized and people make up their own? Like in South Asia, if you follow a straight line west along the 27 degree latitude, you'll move back and forth across time zones in hours, half hours, and even 45 minute increments. It's insane. Before the railways, time was based on 24 hours. Before the advent of the railways, in the 1800s, all time was local. Noon was simply when the sun was directly overhead, wherever you were, in what is called solar time. Each town citizen would set their clocks and pocket watches according to the official town clock or 
timekeeper. When they traveled to another town, they would simply change their watch when they arrived. The Prime Meridian Conference, the International Meridian Conference in Washington, D.C., USA, adopted a proposal in October of 1884. The proposal stated that the prime meridian for longitude and timekeeping should be one that passes through the center of the transit instrument at the Greenwich Observatory in the United Kingdom. The conference established the Greenwich Meridian as the prime meridian and Greenwich Mean Time as the world's time standard. The international 24-hour time zone system grew from this, in which all zones referred back to the Greenwich Mean Time on the Prime Meridian. The main factors that favored Greenwich as the site of the Prime Meridian were Britain had more ships and shipping using the Greenwich Meridian than the rest of the world put together at this time. The British Nautical Almanac started these charts in 1767. The Greenwich Observatory produced data of the highest quality for the longest time at this time. So you may be asking, how did Abba Yah give me this revelation? Well, two years ago, I was watching the return of what was claimed to be our Korean soldiers. They were being honored in Hawaii, and Yah placed the thought in my mind to look up the current time in Japan. And here's what I learned. I learned when it's 1 p.m. in Hawaii, it's 8 a.m. in Japan. And to me, this means that there's a place in the Pacific Ocean where time just dies. Because Japan and Hawaii are only 4,108 miles away. If you go by the time zones, there is a 19-hour difference. The air travel is the shortest distance between Hawaii and Japan, and it is 4,117 miles. And if you travel with an airplane with an average speed of 560 miles, it takes 7.35 hours to arrive. And I got that from the distance from to .net, distance from Hawaii to Japan. It says 7.35 hours, and that is a huge difference than the 19 hours between 1 p.m. and 8 a.m. And again, I put everything that I googled online so that you can see my results. Um, there is a chart and it states the chart to the right depicts the time conversions for Hawaii and Japan. And it's important to notice that there is a five hour difference, not a 19 hour difference. Um, again, depicted 
there is um, the real-time Googling. So if you Google what time is it in Hawaii and Japan, you're going to get a 19-hour difference. But if you go to timebee.com, you're going to get real-time. So again, I'm asking, why is there such a discrepancy whenever you Google something and you actually have to go to say like timebee.com to find accurate answers like isn't google supposed to give you real time and be like hey google what time is it now in japan and it's supposed to tell you there's huge discrepancies when it comes to time and time zones they are lying to you time zones is a lie the Lord God Almighty, his clock, the solar, you know, object in the sky called the sun is the time clock that we are supposed to be going by. Not some man's version of how he dissected the earth into time zones and everybody just went with it. Whew. Knowing that the main states work on three time zones and that California to New York is only half the distance from Hawaii to Japan, which is 2,913.7 miles, we can see what the world tells us is very inaccurate. Understanding the manipulation of time is vital for discerning the times we are in now many people want to remain blind and say oh this didn't happen but you're not taking things into consideration they manipulated time with the time zones daniel 7 27 is our our 25 rather is already in play these time zones fulfilled daniel 25 Gleason's new standard map of the world shows the accuracy of time. It is published by the Buffalo Electrotype and Engraving Company of Buffalo, New York, dated 1892, and it is the standard map of the world. And you can find that at digitalcommonwealth.org. Gleason's shows the map of the world split into 24 hours not by longitude or latitude lines like they want you to believe. And this gives us a more accurate time around the world. I urge you to do your own studies and really wake up to the lies you have been fed. One reason for changing time is to fool you into believing that the countries are located in certain areas and possibly even bigger than what they claim, as well as corresponding with the Gregorian calendar, which is also wrong. Um, and that's going to be a separate sermon. If you don't know, the Gregorian calendar is your modern day calendar. That was another form of time change back in the day. Um, when you understand that the systems in place are now the beast systems that have been 
talked about throughout your Bible and maybe you skimmed over it and maybe you have questions, time zones is part of that B system. Maybe now you'll begin to understand how important faith in Abba Yah is and how he does promise a new life which is yet to come because he brings heaven and earth down that's what revelation says and he resets us and we have new bodies and our souls are just perfect and no more crime and disruption that would be amazing but understanding the mechanisms and the way these principalities are working is key and understanding that time zones is a fabrication and a lie of that manifested wickedness in high places also is a must you have to understand that i pray you understand that because they've messed up our time and Abba Yah is closer on his return than ever before. I'm not saying he will come in our lifetime. I pray. I pray he does because I am done with the way this world is working. But in the meantime, that doesn't mean that we have to be mean and hateful to each other. As the body of Abba Yah, we need to uphold Leviticus 19. We need to love our neighbors, but we first need to love ourselves, work in our homes, fix the things that we can, and go out into the community and start shining our lights onto everybody else. The stranger, the foreigner, the pagan, the Gentile, whatever you want to label a person in your mind, because we should not be labeling anybody. Those who do not know Abba Yah, we need to be that light and shine so that they can ask us, well, why do you feel this way? How have you made it so prosperous and so, you know, fulfilling? Why do you always feel joy and why do you always look happy? And, you know, the things that people notice People do notice. Yesterday, when I was doing a DoorDash, someone told me, you look happy, your eyes are just glistening. And yesterday, my daughter rode with me, and I felt good. We were laughing, and we were just jamming out and listening to the radio and working. And whenever, you know, my daughter does get to go with me, I do, excuse me, I do feel happy. I love spending time with my children. And that gives me joy. But people can see that. So if the body of Abba Yah can always be joyous, can always be harmonious, can always do the work that he has set us out to do, even though it is a struggle, sometimes it's a daily struggle to even want to get up and participate in this world the way it is now. But we have to. We have to be that light. We have to shed light on things like the changing of time and time zones. We have to in order for people to understand that the system does not work for us. It does not. And it never will until the Lord God comes. But we, as his people, 
have work to do. And if we're not fulfilling our obligations to him, then we are doing just like Mr. Fleming did in saying he's not good enough and changing his time that he gave us. When we don't do our role, we are saying your will is not good enough. I'm going to do my own. And then things start to fall apart. So please take that in consideration as well. If things aren't working for you, maybe you fell off your path that the Lord God has you on. Get back on it. Let's start. If we have to restart every day, then we restart every day. But we all have a choice. We can be amazing human beings to each other, or we can continue to act like we're disgusting and be disgusting. And that's not what the Lord God wants. Our soul's on the line. You either fall under the law of sin and death or the law of the spirit, which is righteousness. Choice is yours. Again, I urge you to go to Lion's Tears Ministry Read about the time zones, all the links that I took the information from, posted as always. Please do your own homework, do your own research. These things are important. And as always, it's never goodbye, but I'll see you later.